You look like him. You have his same shape. You have his same form. What does that mean? He gave you that so that you could rule, so that you could reign. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another broadcast right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, as you may know, we've been in a series entitled Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. And today's message is part number four of that series, and it is subtitled The Chosen. My friend, you have been chosen by God the Father to do great works through Christ Jesus, and I cannot wait till you discover who you really are. Now, don't forget to follow the entire series. Just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. You can follow the series on the website through the web players, or you can subscribe to our podcast, which is available on Google Play and also iTunes. So check it out today. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message, which is subtitled The Chosen, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. All right, well, uh, as you know, we've been in a series entitled Uncovering Our Identity in Christ. It is so important for you to know who you really are, who you really are. And that's what this series is about. It's important to know what God has done for you, what he's doing in you, and what he has invested into your life. Hallelujah. So every week we're, we're uncovering and we're rediscovering who we are in Christ. And today we're going to do uh, that same thing. So let's go here to the book of Romans, Romans, the eighth chapter. And uh, we're going to start here, verse number 29 uh, and go on down. Romans, the eighth chapter, starting at verse 29 and going on down. This is part number four of the series. And today we're going to uh, title this The Chosen, The Chosen, The Chosen. You are the chosen. You are the chosen. And again, don't allow the enemy to keep you separated or segregated from the rest of the body. That's one of the tricks of the enemy. I've seen people say, oh, I've been hurt and I've been so hurt in church before. And then what happens? They begin to segregate themselves from the body. They take themselves away. Well, then there is a lost toe somewhere. There's a lost hand somewhere not being a part of the body. Don't do that. Don't sever yourself from the body. Stay connected to the body. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, stay connected to the body. Online community, stay connected to the body. Get connected to the body. If you're not in church right now, get there. Ask Jesus where you need to be and be connected to a local fellowship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, let's look at this. Romans 8, chapter, verse 29 through 30, uh, through 39. We'll read a little bit here. Verse 29 says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Verse, and then it goes on to say, That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and, and uh, in whom he called, them he also uh, justified, and um, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say, rather, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? 
It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who uh, also maketh intercession for us. 35. Who shall separate us from the love, from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or, or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all, in all these things we are what? More than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Now. We started on this last week, and we're going to continue here, just do a little, bit, a little bit of work here in Romans 8, and then we're going to go further on. I want to show you some things. But first, Father, we thank you again for this opportunity that you've given us to gather around your word. We thank you today that you speak expressly by your spirit. So, Holy Spirit, we say, have your way. Feed us. Feed us. We seek your face today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, going back to verse 29, I want you to see a few things here. It says, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. Now, the word predestinate talks about a uh, knowing before time, nor before time. And it really means, especially here in the New Testament, it means decreeing from eternity. Decreeing from eternity. God decreed something from eternity. Look at this now. It says, for whom he did foreknow, he also did Predestinate. In other words, he decreed something from eternity. He spoke something from eternity. Remember, eternity came. Uh, it was God first. God spoke eternity. Then from eternity, he took a little bit and made time. Right? He decreed something from eternity, from the beginning of things. Well, what did God decree from eternity? That's what predestinate uh, talks about here in the Greek. This is talking about God um, predetermining something or putting something in motion before time, putting something in motion in advance. He's decreeing something from eternity. Now, we already know from our uh, last um, uh, parts that we know that you were on God's mind in the beginning of things, in the beginning. We understand that, right? He was thinking about you, thinking about me, and we had our form, our shape inside of him, and we had relationship with him from the beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were in Christ. He developed us. He created us. He formed us in Christ. Hallelujah. So again, we see here he is decreeing something from eternity. What is he decreeing from eternity? Uh, he said uh, that we, he predestined, that we were, uh, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son. Now the word conformed there uh, simply means to have the same form as another. To have the same form as another. So from eternity, God spoke that we would have the same form as Christ. Now, we said that we would be, be conformed to the image. The word image there means likeness. So grab a hold of this. 
Anytime you see yourself as small or insignificant, I want you to remember this word. God decreed from eternity that you would have the same form, that you would have the same likeness as Christ. Well, what does Christ look like? Well, they had a discussion there. Philip said, show us the Father that it suffices us and it satisfies Jesus. And Jesus said to him, well, have you been with me so long, Philip, and you haven't known that if you have seen me, you have seen the Father? So Jesus looks like God. And the Father has decided that we would look like Jesus. It's all in the family. It's all in the family. Man, born again man, spiritually speaking, we look like Christ. And Christ looks like the Father. Hallelujah. And the Father is sovereign and has all authority. So he said, you and I would have his image. You and I would have his likeness. And he said the same thing there in the book of Genesis, didn't he? Now, what does that mean? That you would look like or have the same form of the one that has all power and all authority, of the one that created all things. What does that mean? What does that suggest? When God said from the beginning, now remember, his wisdom is far superior than yours and mine. What would he be setting us for, April? What would he be setting us up for that we would look like him? Not just in time, but throughout all eternity. Because one day, we're going to shed these earthly bodies. And the true us is going to step out of this. And all the universe is going to look at you and see you look exactly like God. You look like him. You have his same shape. You have his same form. What does that mean? He gave you that so that you could rule, so that you could reign. You have the form and the shape of a ruler, the form and the shape of, the, of a king. Hallelujah. He did this for destiny. Hallelujah. There's something in a symbol. There's something in a picture. There's something in a form. Some of you may remember uh, may know something about blue lights, you know, flashing blue lights. The blue light itself has no power, but it, it's what it represents that has some power, right? Depending on where you are, you may want to see blue lights. If, if you were born a, uh, a few years ago or, you know, were, have been alive a while, you may know of a certain store called Kmart. <laughs> And in Kmart, they would have special sales in the store. Uh, every once in a while, it was like having a Black Friday uh, sale in the store when something would be cut down 25% or 50%, and um, they would be in a certain, I, I don't know, I feel like preaching right about now. And, and um, it would be a special part of the store, Tori, and uh, they would have products around this blue light. It was off at the time, and, and when management said it was time, they would turn on the blue light, and people would run, run. Run toward that blue light. Yeah, can somebody say amen? Anyway, anyway, so the blue light there symbolized great deals and people would run to the blue light. But then there are other blue lights that you see if you see it behind you while you're in your car that does not symbolize a great deal. 
It's what it represents. It's the symbol, what it represents. It could either bring fear or terror, or it could bring great joy and gladness. And so the father says, I will give you my image. I will give you my likeness. Simply saying, I will give you my authority. I will give you, uh, not will, but have. Because he has spoken this from the beginning of eternity. You will have my form. You will have my image. You will have my likeness. You are man and you will rule. You will reign. So here we are now in time and we look in the mirror and say, I don't see that. And we've been convinced by the enemy so much that you are less than nothing. When God said, I said something about you before this thing started. And what he said in motion is in motion. And he won't take it back. So what we need to say on this side of eternity into time is simply say, yes, Father, amen. I receive the image of Christ. Yes, Father, amen. I agree. I receive the image of Christ. I was formed in your image, and after your likeness, I receive it. I say, yes, it's true. Yes, and amen. Yes, you've called me to rule. Yes, you've called me to reign. Yes, I receive your image. I receive your likeness likeness it is true and I declare it is so Amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah we get all this goobly gawk put put on us every day somebody calls you out of your name they say you this or that and all of that gets put on you and we go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into something because the devil does not want you to realize who you really are who you really are. You look like your daddy. Are you hearing me? Know who you are. And then he goes on to say here, he says that we, would, we are predestined. God decided beforehand, he declared from eternity that you would have his image, that you would be conformed. You would have the same form uh, as the image of his son. That's the image of Christ and Christ looks like God. We will look like God. He predestined this he decided beforehand that this would be so so all we can say is yes lord cause it to be i agree with you this has happened in my life are you hearing he says that that he talking about jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren i love that minister tam and i talked about that last week how it seems that there was a divine picture that God gave her. It's like Jesus going out first, and here we are, his, his, uh, his um, uh, brothers or fellow offspring of God following right behind him in one straight line, hallelujah, following our Father. And Jesus is following after the Father, and we're all standing right behind him in one straight line, hallelujah, hallelujah, walking and talking, looking like him, hallelujah, ruling and reigning, having the power of the spirit on the inside of us he's invested that on the inside of us greater is he who's within us than he that is in the world hallelujah we are a nation of a supernatural beings we have the power of God on the inside of us hallelujah and greater is he who's within us than he that is in the world and if God is for us who can be against us it's true 
it's true. Are you hearing? No, you're not meant to be defeated, not one moment, not one second in your life. Are you hearing me? The world is waiting. Everybody's looking for the next big thing. You hear that you hear all of, uh, you know, in society, uh, they're talking about, um, you know, what's the next evolution of man? What's the new evolution? Something is going to change. Something is happening. And it's all over the place. They're talking about transhumanism, Gene, transhumanism. That is trying to make the human more than what he is by artificial means, by implanting computer chips in the brain and, 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 um, and mechanical arms and legs to make us stronger and faster and, and implanting animal DNA giving people the, the DNA of a hawk so that you can look f further giving people the DNA of a cheetah so we can run faster oh they're, talk they're talking about this, this whole transhumanism movement because they realize that something has got to change or that something is changing and it's in the atmosphere and it's true but it's not what they're saying the Bible says that all creation is groaning 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 because they know somehow some way that the sons of God are beginning to wake up we're beginning to wake up we're becoming fully awake and fully alive God is changing us from the inside out it's everywhere they're talking about x-men and all this stuff and having superpowers here and superpowers there and levitating stuff and all of that stuff but they don't realize this actually taking place but in the body of Christ hallelujah we're becoming who we were meant to be we're becoming fully awake and fully alive hallelujah Hallelujah. We are waking up to destiny. We are waking up to change. And we realize that I don't have to be defeated anymore. I don't have to be sick anymore. I don't have to be in poverty anymore. I don't have to be. I don't have to be. But I can rise up and take my seat with Christ in Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of my Father. I can rule and I can reign and I can declare the devil go and he will go from me are you hearing there is a change there is a shifting because all creation is waiting earnestly they're, they're waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God and here we come baby here we come we're waking up to an awareness of who we are and who God has created us to be when we lay hands on the sick they will recover hallelujah hallelujah to the Lamb of God we're beginning to wake up. We're beginning to shake off this church anity stuff. We're beginning to shake this religion off of us. We're beginning to come into the very thing that God has created us for. We're beginning, we're beginning. The fire is heating up on us and we're beginning to become who we were meant to be all along. Are you hearing? Turn to your neighbor and tell him you were chosen. You were chosen. You were chosen. Don't you understand? You were chosen. You were chosen. It's not up to you. It's not up to you. This is not something that you can fast for and that you can pray for. You just have to say, yes, Lord. Yes, let it come to pass in my life. There's no secret formula. You just have to bow down and say yes to your will. Yes to your way. Because God decided this long before you thought that you were good. 
long before you thought that you were good enough. He already decided that you would have his form, that you would have his image, and that you would rule, and that you would reign, and that you would have authority. He already decided that you would be prosperous, already decided that you would be blessed beyond blessings, blessed beyond blessings. He already decided it. Are you hearing? We're just beginning to wake up. We're beginning to wake up. That's why the Bible tells in the book of Isaiah to rise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Oh yes, we're now coming to our message. We are coming to the place where we are seeing the glory of God. We are, we are seeing the manifestation of his presence because this generation does not need another smoke machine. Hallelujah. They need to see the smoke, the Shekinah glory of God. No more fake religious stuff and fake religious programs and, and lights and shiny things. They need to see the real Christ. And I will say, will the real Jesus stand up among the people of God? Will the real Jesus stand up? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, glory. And so we go now to the book of Ephesians. Let me show you this in Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 3 through 6. I tell you, when you get full of the word of God, when you get full of the word of God, you hear somebody that's going through something, something inside of you rises up and say, can I pray with you? Can, 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 I, can I pray with you? Can, can I pray with you? you? You feel it in your bones. Can I do that? Can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? Hallelujah. Can, can I do that? Can I, can I lead you into the sinner's prayer? Can I lead you? Can I talk to you about Jesus? Hallelujah. It ceases to be something religious. It ceases to be someone going witnessing and we are a witness. We become so alive with this presence that they want to know what you have. And we have to keep pushing and pushing and stay before him until you see the manifestation of what he has promised you. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 1 verses 3 through 6. I want you to notice here the word blessed and blessing here. Let me read verses 3 through 6 and then we'll go back and talk about it. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be, what? Holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein uh, he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in the beloved. Let's go back up to verse number three, and let's see if we can glean some truths from here before, um, before. Verse 3 says again, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all uh, spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now, the word blessed there has three, uh, this is actually three different Greek words. And the Greek language is so full that every word really can have a different meaning. But the base meaning of the word blessed is praise is praise and then it takes on a little bit different meaning as it goes on 
The word, the first blessed here, as it says, blessed be the Father, it's talking about praise be to the Father. Praise be to the Father. And this Greek word is eulogetos. Uh, eulogetos. Can, can you say that? Eulogetos. Hallelujah. And then it goes on down who says, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Who hath, the word hath is past tense. This is something that God has already done. He has already done. This is something else we have to say, yes, amen, it is true. Are you hearing me? He said, who hath blessed us. Now, the word blessed here is eulogeo. And eulogeo, it means, of course, it means praise. But it also means to consecrate a thing with solemn prayers. And it also means favored of God. Favored of God. Now, let's plug this information in. I want you to see this. He said, blessed be or praise be. Um, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath, understand this, who hath favored us. The Father has favored you. Because the word blessed here also means favored. He has favored you. God has favored you with something. Say with me, he has favored me. He said, who hath favored us, or who hath blessed us or favored us with what? With all, say all, all spiritual blessings. Now, the last word blessing here is um, eulogia, eulogia, say eulogia. Eulogia means, it does mean praise, but it also means fine discourse. It means polished language, fine discourse, polished language. It also means uh, an invocation of blessings, a benediction. It can mean also a benefit or a gift. So let's look at this for a moment. It says here, God hath blessed or he has favored us with all spiritual polished language. He has blessed you with all spiritual fine discourse. In other words, God has spoken well of you. Now, what's one thing when your friend or your, your buddy or your parents speak well of you, they say, oh, this is my baby, Hercules, 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 Hercules. Oh, he saw this. Oh, she saw that. You know, that's one thing when we favor and honor each other, right? We only have so many words to honor each other. We only have so many words before we start saying it all over again. Even if you have mastery over the, over the English language and you know all these big highfalutin words, which I don't, but they are there. When you try to describe how good someone is, you would get, we get a few words in. But how about God spoke all the blessings over your life? Everyone that is existence, everyone that's in existence, he hath favored you with all spiritual fine discourses, all spiritual polished language. He has spoken so well of you with all languages that talk about how good you are, how well favored you are. He has affirmed you over and over and over again with all spiritual blessings 
in all spiritual blessings in heavenly places or in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In other words, he has spoken well of you. He has affirmed you in every spiritual place, in every heavenly realm. In the invisible realm, they know your name. The word of God echoes about you. And the picture of this, we can see the Lord Jesus there at the river Jordan as he is coming up from the water and the father speaking over him. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. It sound like thunder to some. What is that? It sound, sound like some. What is that? What is that? Is that the voice of God? Is that the voice of an angel? It was God affirming and confirming. This one is mine. This one belongs to me. This one has my favor. This one has my blessing. I stand with this one she is with me he is with me now say something to him the father has blessed you he has favored you with all spiritual language he has affirmed you now the devil knows it this is why when the seven sons of Sceva they try to cast they try to cast that demon out they say well Jesus I know yeah he's spoken we we heard his name Paul, I know, we have also spoken, we've also heard his name. The Father has, he has, so there's, there's some sort of way, I'm not sure whether it's, whether it's some sort of, you know, spiritual loud system that when God spoke it, it went out all over there, you know, then Jean, Jean, and Jean, Jean is in my favor, 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 favor. And Gwen, 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 I stand with her, her, her. I stand with Mary, Mary, and they all... Some way, somehow, your name has been spoken by God and affirmed by God. He has favored you with this language. He has spoken it, and they have all heard it. So what the devil doesn't want is for you to realize that God has affirmed you, that God has said wonderful things about you. As a matter of fact, the devil wants you to keep on going to people and say, Dude, was that good? Do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? Do do you like me? Do you like me? The devil wants you to continue to look to men to affirm you so he can keep on tearing you down. He doesn't want you to realize that your father, God, the sovereign one, the Elohim, the El Shaddai, the great and almighty God, the one who sits high and looks low, the one who put everything together has already spoken about you, already said all kind of polished language about you and declared he is mine, she is mine. They belong to me. And every demon in hell has already heard it. They know who you are. But they're hoping that you don't realize who you are. The Father hath already done this. Now, before you did what you did and think that you're unworthy, he already spoke it. He already knows you, and he already affirmed you. Does that make sense to you? He has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So you can't get around this thing. You have to be in Christ. 
Stop looking to folk to affirm you when God has already affirmed you. Be free. Are you hearing me? Now listen, we're going to try to close out with this. According or in agreement with, according as he hath chosen us. He has picked you out. You didn't choose him. He chose you. He chose you. According as he hath chosen us where in himself before the foundation of the world. It talks about that prior relationship. Now we're going to close with this. That we should be, say be, not act, but that we should be holy. The Father says, be ye holy, for I am holy. This is something else we have to say. Yes, Lord. Yes, I agree with you. I am holy. Yes, Lord. I agree with you. I am holy. Especially when you sin for the 1,000th time on the same exact thing. You have to say, yes, Lord. I am holy. Yes, Lord. I am holy. The devil would try to tell you that you're not, but you say, shut up, devil. I am holy. I am holy. I am holy. You keep on declaring it, and you keep on decreeing that until you see that hallelujah I am holy say with me I am holy God predestined he determined that he chose you that you would be holy regardless of your actions I am holy everything that God has is holy and when the angels of God there especially we see that in the book of revelations when they they fly from one side of his throne to the other they're crying out holy 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 Lord God almighty the one who was and is and is to come they cry out holy 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 every time they look at him holy 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 and God said you will have my image you will have my likeness and how do I look holy how are you holy 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 you are holy people of God holy you are holy God has made you to be holy so you have to defy every word of the devil. You have to defy every word of people, of circumstances, of situations, and declare, I am holy. Are you hearing? Oh, we're almost done today. We're almost done. He said that you should be holy. Now grab a hold of this, and we're going to end with this one. Grab a hold of this. Are you ready for this, Jill? Are you ready for this? He said that we should be what? Holy and without blame. The word blame means fault. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing wrong. He said that you would be holy and without blame before him in love. Now grab a hold of this. You can, you can go outside your house and sometimes inside your house any day of the week and somebody can find something wrong with you. You can wear the fanciest suit, fanciest dress, and somebody's still going to say something. They can find something wrong with you. God said, 
I got this thing so perfect yes. All right, Jesus. All right, Jesus. that when you stand before me, Somebody got to get that. The man, mankind would say something. The devil sees and says something, but it's all lies. God says this thing is so perfect. He, he favored you so much. Now, understand something. What God sees is truth. This is truth. This is not something that you will become. This is something that you already are. Let's read this one more time. According as he hath chosen us, say he's chosen me, in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame, without fault, before him in love. So when you stand before God, God looks you up and down, right and left, back and forth. And he says, there's nothing missing. There's nothing wrong. There is nothing to blame about. There is utter perfection, utter perfection as you stand before him in love. Now, if the father looks at you that way, and he smiles and says, perfect. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. But we look in the mirror and say, uh, uh, look at. Father says, nothing missing. Nothing broken. Blameless. Without one single fault. Without one single fault. But Lord, Nothing missing, nothing broken, without one single fault. Blameless, 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 blameless. The devil says this, the devil says that. God says blameless, nothing missing, nothing broken, perfection. This is how we stand before him. In Christ, we stand before him and we're not broken. So we need to declare what he said. I'm not broken. I'm not broken. Say it with me. I'm not broken. You are not broken. You are not broken. Hallelujah. You are not broken. Hallelujah. You are blameless before the Father. You are without fault before the Father. And as you continue to confess this, as you continue to confess this, you know what? You begin to become what you confess. What happens? Is your confession changing you? No. Your confessing is simply removing all the layers of junk. And then we finally begin to see what you really are. We finally begin to see what you truly are it washes out your confession washes it better than bleach better than tide we began to rub off rub off and take off and we see wow you really are blameless wow you really are holy as you continue to confess I am holy I am like the father he created me to be like him I, it is true it is true and it is so it is these individuals, it is these individuals that wake up to the truth of what's really around them that will shake the world. But you have to wake up. 
You have to wake up. You have to wake up. You have to wake up. You have to wake up. You have to become fully awake and fully alive. Wake up, body. Wake up, body. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. Shake. Shake. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. Shake. I'm not supposed to be broke. Shake. I'm not supposed to be sick. Shake. I'm not supposed to be blind or deaf. Shake. I'm not supposed to be depressed. Shake. Shake. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. As you wake up, as you wake up, Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. We got to wake up, we got to wake up, 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 got to wake up and realize who you really are. Got to wake up, got to wake up. You're not called to go witnessing, you're called to be a witness. You're not called to act holy, you're called to be holy. You look like your daddy. You look like Christ who looks like your daddy. Ergo, you look like God. He created you a little lower than himself. You were created to rule and to reign. I tell you, continue to confess. Continue to declare. Regardless of what you see, regardless of what you hear, regardless of what you experience, begin to continue to confess God's eternal word of your life. Remember, you can't make it happen. You can only yield to it. You can only say yes. And as you get in that word and as you confess that word and as you continue in prayer, God is, he's helping you through his spirit to clean that layer off and, and clean that layer off and, and clean that layer off and, and clean that layer off. It's just like cleaning um, uh, chrome rims that's been, you know, going through the mud. So you know it's shiny, but it's so much mud on it. But as you spray it and clean it, spray it and clean it, it gets shinier and shinier and shinier. The cleanser does not make it shiny it's already shiny the cleanser simply shows you what was already there you're already holy you're already righteous through Christ Jesus as a matter of fact you are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus our Lord hallelujah you're already justified and the word of God cleanses you in prayer you discover Cleansing away, cleansing away, layer after layer of dirt and, and mess and criticism and, and accusation and all of this stuff. He washes away over and over and over. And then you will finally see what was truth. Finally, they see the truth. What is truth? You will finally begin to see truth. What is truth? The truth of the matter is, is that in Christ Jesus, you are like him not apart from him but in christ my god you have favor with god why would you be afraid why would we ever be defeated i tell you why because we believe the lie 
Get in that word. Declare these scriptures again, 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 again. Realize that God has affirmed you. He speaks well of you. And that he loves you with a red, hot, passionate love. He speaks of you. His thoughts cannot be numbered about you. He really does love you. So I challenge you this week. Get in the word of God. Get in these scriptures and declare, yes, Lord, it is so. Even though you say, I don't see it, forget that. Continue to declare, it is so. Because the more you declare it, the more you say, yes, Lord, here I am, the more dirt is being washed off. The more dirt is being washed off every single time. You say, well, I've been talking that for a while. I haven't seen anything. Well, some of us are a little bit more dirty than others. We've been through a lot more dirt than some others. But the same water will cleanse us. The same blood will cleanse you. It's your time. So I tell you now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, son of God and son of man, it is your time to rise. It is your time to rise. This is your day. This is your hour. It is your time to rise. It is your time to take your place. And I declare the fire of God upon you. The fire of God upon you. Wake up, body. Wake up. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your hour. And you shall not be denied. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this day. We thank you, Lord, and we celebrate you. We celebrate you. We celebrate you, Lord. We celebrate you. Thank you for your loving kindness and tender mercy. Thank you for your grace that you have for us today. Lord, we appreciate you so much. We appreciate you so much. Let this word be sealed in the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise today. In Jesus' name. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. And there you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.